Will 2022 end up being Nintendo's best year ever for games? Well, we're going game by game to find out. Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. We're two lifelong friends and musicians, and when we're not playing gigs, we like to talk games. But before we get into talking about games, we want to do some quick self-promotion. Guys, we run a Twitch channel, and we stream Sea of Thieves three nights a week. That's Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. If you're watching this the day it comes out, that's probably a Tuesday. So, come watch us on Twitch. Give us a follow. We really have a lot of fun over there. It's at Game and Gig. Yeah, we'd love to see you over there, guys. But to the main topic here, um, Nintendo's got a lot of really great games coming out that they're publishing this year. And uh, it just seems like a really stacked year. I keep seeing videos and reading articles saying, like, Nintendo's going to have the best year they've had since 2017 in terms of what games are coming out. I think a lot of that has to do with one particular game that's supposed to come out this year. Teaser. <laughs> but, so... Today we're going to be looking at all the games that Nintendo is publishing and talk about them, see if this re this year really will stack up to all the hype. Yeah, know? and we've got these, uh, looks like in release order. For the most part. For the most part, yeah. I, We've got them in order of how they'll release, and then it turns into if the release window is a little vague mm -hmm. there towards the end, and if they've given like a year but no definite release date, that's even later. And then on the end, we have some surprise games that may or may not come out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Troy <coughs> <Like> Brown. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, but we're going to start it out with uh, a game that's definitely coming because some of us have already played it a little bit. That's Nintendo Switch Sports. Yeah. And that's going to hit the shelves, looks like, in late April. Yeah. And this is a developed by Nintendo mm -hmm. in-house. And uh, as far as we know, Nintendo Switch Sports has three games that are old. Uh, that'd be tennis, bowling, and then kind of a sword game. Yeah. Um, and then there is three new games that haven't been in the Wii Sports kind of genre of game or I guess series of games. Mm -hmm. And that's soccer, volleyball, and badminton. Yeah, I'm especially pumped for badminton. Hey. Since they took out baseball, I'm convinced badminton's gonna take that place in my heart. And then um, they also announced that in the fall they're gonna be releasing some DLC. I think it's gonna be free. And it's gonna have golf. So. Yeah. So if you're already tired of Mario Golf, <laughs> yeah, jump over to Switch Sports and play some golf. So uh, Switch Sports, are you going to be picking this one up? Yes. Yeah? Just because I loved Wii Sports so much, I am going to pick it up. But I, again, it was really because of the, the, the baseball that I loved that so yeah. much. I mean, Did you play the second game, the Wii Sports mm, Resort? No, I don't think I ever played Resort. Yeah. Um, me, and, me and some friends used to just have like home run derbies on the baseball all the time, and yeah. we loved it. So... I have a lot of nostalgia there, so I'm, I'm again, I'm really sad that's not coming back, but I, I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah. I tried to play the demo, but I suck at time zones, and so I missed my window. Yeah. All three of them. <laughs> three or four of them. Um, so I'm a little on the fence about <clears throat> this Nintendo Switch Sports, to be honest. I'm thinking about maybe getting it, but what I think I'm going to do is I think after our last week's episode, I decided to actually give Gamefly a try. So right now, I'm yeah. using Gamefly. So I think my plan is I think I'm going to rent Nintendo Switch Sports through Gamefly. And then if I like it, then I'll pick it up. But if I, I don't like it, then I'll just send it back. Yeah. I think we did an entire podcast just so you could talk through Gamefly to yourself. I think I basically And just did. convince yourself to get Gamefly. <laughs> I think that was just a, a clever excuse to make it seem like... Uh, you did it for the people? I think mm -hmm. it was for you, man. It probably was. 
but you know i'm going to give it a try i'm trying it so that you don't have to yeah and but, i'm interested in your experience yeah right? and i'm thinking like things like this where it's a game maybe if you're on the fence you know it's a great way to try it oh yeah especially if it's not on you know like game pass mm -hmm. so there's no other way to just try it without committing to it so have you canceled your game pass yet no i still have one month left of i okay. prepaid for a certain amount of months so gotcha yeah so well, we'll see about that well randy take us into this next one okay after that, on June 10th, we're going to have Mario Strikers Battle League. Um, this one is developed by Next Level Games and Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the third game in that series. Yeah. So Next Level also did um, Luigi's Mansion, right? Yep. Yeah. So well, at least they did the that. most two the, recent. Yeah. Like yeah. they did Dark Moon and they did Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, that bodes well because that game at least looks really good. So, dude, Luigi's Mansion is phenomenal. The third one, we played it twice, but it yeah, is—it still is one. the best looking game on Switch. Yeah. So I think that uh, if they can continue that, I think Mario Strikers will both look good and hopefully be really fun. Mm -hmm. I've never played a Mario Strikers game, but I'm telling you, I've drank the Kool-Aid. I'm all in on this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm all in on this one, too. I was all in from the first trailer uh, because I have played Mario Strikers. Only the first one. Didn't you have it on your GameCube? No. no? Um, I played it somewhere. I bought it. I bought it years later on the GameCube and then created the ROM. And I have played the ROM. Oh, you played the ROM. <laughs> no, I've emulated Mario Strikers okay. and it's super fun. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to get a new one. It looks awesome. Yeah. And they're really like going all in on the online play. Um, so hopefully they, they can deliver on that. Yeah, I'm interested to see how much of this <clears throat> ends up being like a, a, a live service type game mm -hmm. versus, you know, the I'm wondering more. if it can get into like the esports. Ooh, yeah, Daniel's all into the esports guy. So yeah, I have esports on the brain quite a bit. Yeah, I think I could totally see that being something because mm -hmm. I mean, like it's it's really like wacky, zany, you know, sort mm -hmm. of thing. It's it's very Nintendo, or at least it seems. I've never played the games, but and I'm pretty sure you can play it uh, co-op. So that would be Ooh. really good for esports because we love any games where. You know, it's a team game. That, that's what we like. That's my magic word is co-op, man. If yeah. me and Catherine can play it together, um, he like instantly has 100 times more appeal. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you can be on the same team. That's awesome. Um, oh, but but definitely. I, you know, hopefully I'm not. That's really why we haven't played the Mario Golf, because I don't think it has a co-op, mm. and we'd have to pass the controller back and forth. So I own that game, have not played the Mario Golf game. Am I mm. missing out, guys? Let me know. Yeah. So next up, we got Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. That's coming in late June. Developed by Omega Force and Team Ninja. Yeah. I mean, this one, as far as I know, it's in like the same world as the Three Houses. Three Houses, yeah. So they've done one other uh, Fire Emblem Warriors game in the past. They mm -hmm. did, what was it on, uh, was it Wii U or was it 3DS? Uh, I think it was Wii U, but I don't know. We got the internet. Yeah, that was I don't know. Uh, Talk about some Fire stuff. Emblem Warriors. So, I mean... I've not played, uh, in terms of Warriors games, I've only played the most recent, um, you know, the Hyrule Warriors, the Age of Calamity. I loved that game. Really, really liked it. That being said, um, I'm not invested at all in the Fire Emblem series, so I don't think that I'm interested in picking this one up. Um, I figured Daniel might be, but I think last time I asked I'm you about not. that, I think you said you weren't. Yeah, so uh, real quick, I have an answer to our question. It was on new Nintendo 3DS and then later came to Switch. Um, oh, so it was. It was on the the, mm -hmm. the updated 3DS. Yeah, and I think I remember hearing that it's one of the few games that you actually have to have the new one for, you know? Right, yeah. I, I knew that at one time. I've forgotten that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, no, I, I love Fire Emblem. I want a new Fire Emblem game. Or I, what I really want is a, a remake of an old one because... 
I love those old games, and I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not interested in in a Warriors game. It's just it's just really not my thing. It the the Warriors games are just not my thing. Did you not like the Hyrule Warriors? I liked it, but I but it it's so repetitive and like yeah. I got really really bored. And yeah. I mean, it's fun gameplay, but it's not something I want to do for you know 15 or 20 hours. It's okay. like I just get tired of it. But I love Fire Emblem. Make a new game, Nintendo. Hey. Or make that remake that first Fire Emblem in a in a way that I can actually play it, because I tried to download it on Switch and play the first Fire Emblem and it is so dated I just couldn't get through it. Right, it need to be like remade. Mm-hmm. So speaking of remakes, yeah, um, Live Alive is getting a remake <clears throat> and uh, getting a release, a worldwide release. So this is a game yeah, that the first uh, time. is coming out in July, July twenty second. It's a Square Enix game that originally was on the Super Famicom in Japan. Famicom. Only came out in Japan. And then now, what, however many years later, almost, gosh, almost 30 years later. Yeah. 28 years 28 later. Years. 28 years later is getting a, a release on Switch worldwide. So apparently this game is uh, really well regarded in Japan. Yeah. And it looks super fun. I'm definitely going to pick this one up. I'm, I'm, I enjoy like... You know how much I love bite-sized games, mm-hmm. and this one just seems like built for that because you could play, you know, certain protagonist stories and maybe come back to the other ones. It just seems great, mm-hmm. and it's also got that HD two D thing that you know they started with Octopath, and I think that looks really cool. Yeah, so apparently that was like the whole reason this game is being remade was because of Octopath Traveler. Hmm. Apparently, the director of this game was like worked on Octopath, and because of the style and how well you know octopath did mm-hmm. it was just like the the director was inspired to remake this game that's cool and you know do it in the style of that octopath traveler because yeah. it definitely has a lot of i mean it's obviously oh, it looks drawn. just like it yeah it's obviously drawing from yeah. that same thing with triangle strategy which i still i'm gonna play that i just not yet yeah <laughs> not yeah. yet i'm yeah. still doing the elden ring thing yeah well um yeah next up we got good old xenoblade chronicles three that's coming out in September, developed by Monolith Soft. Yes, yeah, so we don't have an exact date on this. Sometime in September is what mm-hmm. they say. Um, I've not played any of the Xenoblade games. Nope. Uh, but from what I understand about uh, this Xenoblade Chronicles 3, it's apparent if you're into this kind of stuff, you're probably going to know way more about it. Mm-hmm. But if you have maybe haven't heard about it yet, um, apparently this story is going to take place in maybe some like alternate timeline futures from the first two games okay i'm not ex- i may be a little wrong about mm-hmm. that but it's something like that yeah and i know you're really excited because you love J- jrpgs <sighs> no i mean like turn-based specifically honestly the xenoblade stuff i don't <clears throat> it looks it, cool it could be cool yeah. i don't i just haven't got into it it's one of those things like I'm always really, um, you know, these games that when I'm when I'm told like, oh, this is a game is a, a hundred hour game, like it's just yeah. gonna take a hundred hours to finish it. You gotta go all in, and if I don't feel like going all in, I'm just gonna avoid it like the plague. Yeah. You know? Specifically, so, if it's a turn based JRPG kind of. I don't game, think these just... are. Are these turn based? I don't think these. I thought turn-based. they were. Really? I don't think so. Well, I think maybe, it's an action RPG. Maybe I've been RPG. wrong the whole time. I may be wrong. Um, I think it's action, because. From what I've seen, I've never seen it. It's real time with elements of turn-based strategy. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, let us know how it is when it comes out, Gus. Yeah, listen. I mean, here's another thing. This is another reason why I'm excited about Gamefly is because 
If I want to try a Xenoblade just to like test the waters, I can do that without having to purchase a game. Because these Nintendo games, you can't like new games, you can't just try. No, they don't, and they don't go on sale. No, hardly. So that's honestly where I'm most excited about it is trying out some Nintendo stuff. I may find that it's not worth it, Mm -hmm. you know, but I don't know. I'm I'm still interested. Yeah. Okay. um, Up next in the summer, sometime this summer, we're gonna get Splatoon three. Yeah. Um, this is one that is developed by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've played Splatoon 2, enjoyed it, but never got really into it. What's your experience with Splatoon? Even more limited. I played it once at your house, I think. and uh, <laughs> But I am an esports coach of a Splatoon team, and they are good at it, and they make me want to play it. So I've decided I'm jumping on in Splatoon 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's also, I, I didn't know that it had, you know, basically a horde mode in Salmon Run. Right. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested. I, I'm, I'm going to try Splatoon 3 out. There's also like a co-op mode that's in one of the, one of the modes is like somehow co-op. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's all that. And then, um, yeah, I don't really know much about like, because Splatoon is very much like, it's kind of split because there is like a story <clears throat> mode, mm-hmm. right? But then uh, like probably the main thing about it is it's an online mm-hmm. kind of live service type game. Yep. Um, you know, you do online matches and that's really the bulk of the game. I think that's where most people get their time in. Definitely. And I like that, you know, I mean, that's what I do in Smash. I mean, I like, I like a multiplayer game mm-hmm. online. All right, so moving on, we got a big one. This is a big one, folks. Late 2022, we got Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. That freaked us all out not too long ago with that um, announcement, and that's obviously being developed by Game Freak. Yeah, I mean, like, it just doesn't seem like it's been that long since we got Sword and Shield. No, and then we had Arceus, so it's like Pokemon's really been going hard here lately. Yeah, I mean, it's huge right now, though. I mean, it's like people love their Pokemons. Oh, absolutely. They love Pokemans. And, you know, now they're saying, you know, this one's going to be completely open. open like world. open world. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure it's going to sell like hotcakes. I mean, they always do. Yeah, I mean, when's the last time a Pokemon game flopped? I mean, Pokemon like a mainline Pokemon, right? Never, They never flop. Um, and as far as I know, Arceus has done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed Arceus. I mean, it had some flaws, but I enjoyed the game. You never saw it through. Are you still working on it? Or I'm, did you I'm not working on it right now. No, I'm going to finish it. I'm just not right now. I've got to do Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I, I've just like, you know, I've just come to the realization I just can't do two games at once. I just can't. Now, there can be like a game that I'm like ongoing, you know, like the Mario Kart or Smash. Like, that's just a, a constant, you know. Or like Sea of Thieves. Like you playing Thieves, all the time, right? Yeah. But I really just can't work through more than one campaign on something. You just got to focus on it. I mean, you... you it's all about time, isn't it? It is completely it's all about, about time. time. Yeah. I, I just don't have time for two games. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet looks good-ish. I mean, like... Okay. <laughs> I mean, for a Pokemon game, it looks good. I mean, but... It looks I mean, just like Arceus. Right, which also looks good for a Pokemon game. But here's the thing. Good for a Pokemon game is, like, bad for everything else. No. So it's like... Pokemon Snap looks good for a Pokemon game. The new Pokemon Snap, yeah. Yeah, yeah but that was developed by, like... Bandai Namco. Yeah. It was not, you know, it wasn't Game Freak. Game Freak just has, they don't know how to make a game look good yet. No. They haven't figured it out. I mean, my, you were, you were literally with me in this room when I first watched the reveal for Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. I was not excited. Well, I mean, you were excited that there was a new game coming, but you weren't excited about the way it looked. Yes. That's, yes. (laughs) I mean, I'm always going to be excited when they announce a new Pokemon game. Right. right? Yeah. But then I saw it and I was like, this looks just like Arceus. And we just got done complaining about the graphics on Arceus. So, 
you know, I, I mean, I hope it's awesome. I'll definitely play it. Okay. So there we go. Next up, we got Bayonetta 3. And I think I stole your game, Randy, and I'm sorry. No, go ahead. That's fine. That's coming out at some point in 2022, developed by Platinum Games. So, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. I actually haven't played Bayonetta 2, but I played Bayonetta, the original. Mm-hmm. And I have full intentions to play Bayonetta 2. Actually, I was trying to save it to get closer to Bayonetta 3, so I probably need to jump on it soon. But um, the original Bayonetta, I loved. It's very just like a traditional... Well, I shouldn't say traditional because there's really nothing traditional about it, but it's a hack and slash. And it's adrenaline-filled. It's super fun. Kind of a beat-em-up type thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like... I mean, like, it's just crazy combat the whole time. You're doing all these crazy things. It's it's just pure fun. There's nothing about it that takes... It doesn't take itself too seriously, at Mm -hmm. least the original game. I don't get the impression that 3 will by the trailer. No. I mean, it look it looks good. It's so. you've not played any of the banners, no. right? Do you have those physically? I have two physically, and mm. then uh, the first game I have digitally on Nintendo Switch. Gotcha. Now I did get a physical release on I think PS3 and Xbox 360 because mm-hmm. that's the thing about Bayonetta, right? It originally was developed by it's Platinum Games, but mm-hmm. um, it came out on PS3, Xbox 360. Yep. And then the second game was um wii u exclusive yeah nintendo like struck a deal with platinum and said like hey you want to make bayonetta 2 um make it a wii u exclusive yeah and they did and so now you know like platinum works really closely with nintendo Mm -hmm. in fact there's a lot of rumors that nintendo wants to buy platinum okay we'll see about that but um nonetheless bayonetta 3 is also going to be a nintendo exclusive yeah well, I'm interested to play the first two, so I probably need to get on that at some point. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm I need to play Bayonetta two because I know everyone says Bayonetta two is better than the original, mm-hmm. and the original was great. So okay. I think if if it's if they just continue the trend, I think three is going to be amazing. Nice. Yeah. So um, another one that I'm really excited about is Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, mm-hmm. which comes out sometime in 2022. We made it to the year. <laughs> um, this is one that we've, me and you have played the first one a lot. Yeah. Well, or, well, not we, a lot. A we lot. only played it one afternoon. No, we played it multiple afternoons. No, man, I don't think so. Really? I think we, I played, think we just played it like solid all afternoon. I think we played it for like three hours. Yeah. Like I think we played it two or three hours straight. And uh, I played the whole campaign though. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it too. I loved it when I played it, you know, at your house that time, just because I'm a huge XCOM fan and this is Nintendo XCOM. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's got the ambush mechanic. I mean, it was great. And it, and because of playing XCOM, I was good at it. Yeah, so, you were way better than me. I think we played it when I had first got the game. Mm-hmm. I think I just got it. And you I don't over. think you had played the campaign yet. I had, no, I don't yeah. think I had. Um, and, I, and I had never played a game like that, and yeah. I was bad at it. But now I probably would be better because I played yeah. through the whole campaign, and I got a better feel for what to do. But you you definitely kicked my butt. Luigi was my boy, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you I were. I think he had, like, he was, like, a sniper. See, you knew how to, like, get characters that were, like, balanced and, like, yeah. do the things. And I had no idea what I was doing. I thought yeah. I was just, like, you know, picking characters based on what, the, you know, oh, this looks cool. Why yeah. not? And, you know, I've got that new XCOM, uh, Chimera Squad. Uh, I got it for free from Tyler. I've got a Steam code for it. There's um, a new XCOM game? Yeah, but it's not XCOM... So it's like a spin-off. XCOM two is what I played. XCOM three hasn't been released yet. Yeah, Chimera Squad is like a side thing. 
Um, but I, you know, I still want to play it. I don't so know I've, anything about it, but I want to play it. I've not played any of those games. So the only game I played in this vein is the Mario Plus Rabbids. But well, it's good. I, I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll definitely play this one. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Okay, so now mm. uh, we should probably talk about the big, big game coming up this year. And I think this is the reason that everyone keeps saying that 2022 is going to be just as good as 2017. Yeah, I think you can draw some parallels there. Uh, yeah. Because we're getting, we're getting the untitled sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I mean, this is the game, right? It's this the is the, game. the one that the most people are hyped about. Um, I think that uh, during the Game Awards, you know, it lost to Elden Ring in terms of most hyped game. That still blew my mind. Yeah, I mean, like I know like a lot of people are hyped about Elden Ring, but... And Elden Ring's awesome. I kind of feel like more... I, I just feel like there's more... I can just feel it in the air, you know? Oh, I can feel it in the air. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, guys. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man. I. It's so... I, I don't know that... There's ever been a time that I'm more excited about a game than this no, one. No, it's the game. It's the game. I mean, Breath of the Wild's the the reason, like, we've talked about Breath of the Wild. It's it's the reason that so many people who don't play games put hundreds of hours on a game. Right. Breath of the Wild did that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something special. And I just can't wait to play another one. Dude, I'm gonna, I, I want to replay. I'm gonna, the first re- one. I'm gonna replay the first one. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Like once we get an exact date. Yeah. About. Probably about a month or two out before mm-hmm. I'm gonna replay the first one. It's so good. Yeah, so good. And I'm gonna like clear my schedule when the second one comes out. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm taking days off work. <laughs> yeah, you are not taking days off work. I do that. I took a day off in the past two years. Well, you take a personal day and play Breath of the Wild too. I will. I wonder you, what you it's gonna. Me. Do you have an? I think you have an idea what it's gonna be called. Any predictions? I have none. The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Do you think they're going to call it? Skyward Sword. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Do you think they're going to call it's it Breath clouds. of the Wild 2? Or do you think they have a name for it? Picked I up? think they have a name for it because they said at one point that if they released the name, it would give too much away. Like somebody said something like that. One of the devs or, or you know, one of the people working on the game. So as like, far as we know, it's basically the same map mm-hmm. from the first game. Except now they've kind of didn't... Wasn't the quote like, now they're going to be up in the sky. They've included yeah. the skies above. The skies above. above Hyrule. Right. Yeah. So now it's just like the game plus stuff up above. Yeah. Clouds and crap. <laughs> I mean, That's what it's going to be called. The Legends of Zelda. Clouds and crap. Clouds and uh, I'll be very surprised if they choose clouds and crap as the name. Would you go, would you drive any slower on your way to buy it? If it was called clouds and crap? Yeah. I'd wouldn't. probably drive faster. Me too. If Nintendo named it clouds and crap. Me too. Just because I know it, if if that's the title they went for, they're very confident with the mm-hmm. game. You know, they're not trying. <laughs> they they don't care. They know the game's going to yeah. sell if they're calling it Clouds and Crap. They know it's going to speak for itself. Right. Yeah. No need to work on the thumbnail, so to speak. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited about this one. Um, now we're kind of going to move into some of the games that are a little more, um, you know, maybe no exact release dates, maybe not even a year. Yeah. But, this first one is Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, which really should have come out or it was supposed to come out in April of this year. I think mm-hmm. it was like April 4th or something. Yeah. Which at the time of recording this is just a couple days away. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it didn't do that or it ain't going to do that. It's not going to do that. Yeah. No, we because of the stuff going on in Ukraine with Russia. Yeah, yeah the war in Ukraine. Now, yeah. 
what's crazy, and I did not know this. I didn't either until I just read it. Yeah. <laughs> the original Advance Wars game was, uh, so it was released in Japan on September 10th and was supposed to release. No, it was released in North America on September 10th. North America. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it was released in North America on September 10th, and it was supposed to release in Japan like maybe a couple days later or something and got delayed because of September 11th. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's that's insane, actually. Yeah, so it got delayed as well. Hmm. So um, maybe this game is cursed to maybe. always be delayed. You ever play Advance Wars at all? Nope. I liked it. I played the first one on GBA. I think that I would... I've looked at gameplay from mm-hmm. the original, and uh, I honestly think the original. I like the art style better than the than the style they went for in this reboot camp. I haven't really compared them. I don't really remember. It's funny how in my memory, the old one looked just like the new one, but I know it didn't. It just no, it definitely didn't. Yeah. Um, because it's it's a Game Boy Advance game, right? It, yeah. yeah. No. Um, but they went for so much of that like mobile game look. It looks mm. just like a mobile game to me. Yeah. It looks exactly like something you would see on a smartphone. And yeah. I mean, maybe that's what they were going for, and maybe they have plans to put it on mobile. I doubt it. Maybe. Um, but it just has a cheap look about it, and I can't figure yeah. out why, but it just looks super cheap. That, like, toy yeah. art style, I don't. Th- yeah. I just don't think you like it. No. I mean, it's a fun... It, it was fun, man. It's just Fire Emblem with tanks and, and stuff. I mean, it was fun. You know, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be fine. I might give it a try. Hey, this is definitely one that if I do give it a try, I'll rent it first. I'm still trying Hashtag to convince Gamefly. myself that I'm going to use this Gamefly. I got my first Gamefly game in the mail. I know. I rented a... I haven't played it yet because I just haven't had time, but I will. Very cool. Well, we've come to the end of the list of these <clears throat> rumored releases. We got Metroid Prime 4. I mean, yeah, we know that Metroid Prime 4 is coming. But we have no idea when. <laughs> We've been told it's coming. I don't know at this point that I know it's coming. Well, I mean, it's kind of... <laughs> it's like, you know, I think faith in uh, Metroid Prime 4 is really low. One, because Metroid Prime 4 took forever to get a release date the first time. Mm-hmm. And the first time it was or just an announcement. And it was yeah. announced in 2017. And then uh, in 2019, they come out and say, hey, we've scrapped it. Yeah. And we're starting over. And see, the thing is, before they said they were going to scrap it, if I remember correctly, I remember like, because it had been like two years and no one heard anything. I remember mm-hmm. hearing they're like, oh, it's going well. Yeah. <laughs> and then apparently, no, it was not going well. Yeah. Because they completely scrapped it and started over with a uh, retro. Right. And I think, uh, I think Bandai Namco was developing originally. Maybe they were. I don't really remember. Which really surprises me because I know like Bandai, uh, they work a lot with Nintendo. Mm -hmm. They've done, you know, like Smash. Yep. And so uh, they've done a lot of Nintendo games. So I'm really surprised that it wasn't working. Yeah. I don't know what's up with that. I mean, I really want to play it. I want it to be here. I want it to be good. Um, I've never played in the Metroid Prime game, so I've n- I really don't have a reference as to if I'm gonna like it or not. So the, the first hype- one was awesome. That's all I know. Yeah, I love Metroid games. Yeah, but me I'm too. just not playing the 3D. You know, I'm, ne- I'm not playing the Prime games. Yeah, I mean, I became such a massive Metroid fan in the past year that mm-hmm. I'm just really excited for anything Metroid. Um, I don't know. I, I did see. I hope the Prime Trilogy comes to Switch. I want to try it. Yeah, I, I would like that too. And I think I'd a- rather have the Prime Trilogy. I mean, I want Prime 4 because I just want to play it, but I, I don't want to go into 4 and having not played the first three. Yeah. So, like, I really want the Prime Trilogy to come. 
I I would like all four of them to come to Switch. Well, the I mean, trilogy and a new one. Yeah, I, I, mean, I just don't know. I think that if they time it right and if they put out the trilogy, maybe like six months to a year before four, mm-hmm. I think they'll be in good shape. Yeah. I mean, they could release them. No, they wouldn't release them simultaneously. No. Do you think they'd release the trilogy after four? No, I don't really think. I don't know. I mean, it could go either way. I mean, like, here's the thing. Remember when Pikmin 3 was released on Switch, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone thought, oh, um, they're going to port Pikmin 1 and 2. Well, that didn't happen. Right. They just did 3. Yeah. They just did a port of 3 and said, all right, here you go. I mean, and, you know, we've heard that they're not going to do the trilogy. They're just going to remaster the first one. Yeah. So, I don't know. Rumors are crazy with Metroid Prime 4. I just want something concrete. I, 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 just, I don't have any faith at this point. All we've gotten is a logo and then say it's starting over. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I didn't put on this list that um, is just a complete rumor that has not been, you know, even Nintendo hasn't even said they're doing it, is apparently a uh, new Detective Pikachu game. Oh, it's yeah. apparently in the works. That was on the list at some point. Well, I know it wasn't on this list. It was on the other list I showed you. Oh, that's what it was. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so I don't have any real opinion on that. But. No, I have the... I own the first game. It is still sealed in its 3DS package, mm-hmm. and I haven't even taken off the cellophane yet. Well, you heard it here, folks. That's a new in-box, still-wrapped in plastic, Detective Pikachu Hit him up, slide into his DMs and see, you know, yeah. serious offers only. Yeah, serious offers only. Only let me know how much it's, it's going to be expensive because that game is. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a high dollar item. No, I think I got that game for like $2 on Facebook Marketplace. Brand new sealed. And you're going to flip it for three. <laughs> um, so, moving away from our main topic, um, but still related because all these games are coming out on Switch. Yeah, Switch. Okay. But here's the thing. If we're going to be playing our Switches this much, we may be worried about Joy-Con drift. <laughs> so, um, Wait, the Joy-Cons drift? I, I mean, I've heard. I've never. This is the first time hearing of this. Well, not all Joy-Con drift, Daniel. And oh. here's here's how we know. Okay. So we did a poll. And the poll was, do your Joy-Con drift? Now, uh, we had three options. One was yes. One was no. And one was, I don't own a Switch or Joy-Con. <laughs> So, you know, I still wanted there to be an option for people who don't have it so we can kind of find out, which I'm surprised because only 27% of people said they didn't have a Switch. Yeah. That means that around 70, 73% of people do have it, at least people who watch our channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, Switch is awesome. But, but out of those, um, so out of the remaining people, it was about half and half. Mm-hmm. 38% of people said, yes, they drift. And then 35% of people said they don't. And, you know, we are also split on that because yes. you've had Joy-Con drift and I have not. I've had two sets of Joy-Con drift and you've had zero. No, you've had none. And I've went through. I mean, I, I have owned three, three pairs of Joy-Con. And none of them have drifted. Now I own two. But, you know, even the pair of Joy-Con that I actually I still have my original Joy-Con because I, when I sold my original Switch, I gave them a newer pair of Joy-Con because I didn't want to give them some that I suspected could drift soon. Right. But I still have those original Joy-Con. They have never drifted. It's crazy. And and I use a Pro Controller, so like you would think, oh, well, you just don't use them. Right. But Frankie has played hundreds and hundreds of hours of Smash on those Joy-Con. Never, never drifted. I just don't understand it. I mean, like, I know that I've 
like for the first couple years of owning a Switch, I only used the Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. And we had two sets and we played co-op games and we interchanged them, you know. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of use. But both of my original sets of Joy-Con drift like crazy. I did sell one of them with my original Switch. So now I only have that one awesome. set that drifts. And I have the new set for the OLED. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't drift. Yeah. But I haven't put that much time on them because I generally play with the Pro Controller. Right. I mean, you walked in today and I was playing on my OLED Joy-Con. So I don't know. Maybe one day they'll start drifting, but I hope not. I hope not. I mean, uh, but it seems like for about half the people, yeah, they get drift. Now, from what I understand, like, um, there has been some fixes from Nintendo, potentially some like secret. Yeah, they say that every iteration they have like updated it. Yeah. So like maybe it's gotten better, but I know for sure those original Joy-Con, my two, you know, I bought a set. I got a set around the launch of the Switch, and I maybe got a set. Two weeks in after that, and I got another set, and uh, they drift like crazy. I mean, it was like they're unplayable. You cannot play the game. Did with you them. ever have? All yours were gray, right? Gray. Yeah. Well, mine were blue and red, so that's that's the problem right there. <laughs> the blue and red ones don't drift. The gray ones are the ones that drift. No, that's not true. Um, now we got some comments on this. We do. Yeah. So old Blue Ruby says, uh, "Blue bef- Ruby X8." Blue Ruby X8. You're right. Yeah. I was giving them a nickname um they said that before they had joy con that drifted but they don't know why but the problem is gone so no need to send it off to nintendo that's weird that is weird um i wonder if like you know because i wonder if nintendo can like set a uh like a point where you have to do so much before it actually starts drifting you know like it has because if it's like Maybe they increased the dead zone mm-hmm. yeah, or something, you know. I don't know, but it's weird that they it just stopped. And it and they didn't say in the comment that they've done anything to try to fix it. It just stopped. That's that weird. is a good idea if they could just increase the dead zone and then – that is a good idea. But here's the thing. When I was like on my Joy-Con, when they drift, it's like I have the stick all the way up. Yeah. It's like it's full on. Like it's not just like it's drifting. It's like it is all it's the sprinting. way. Yeah. 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 I first, I remember the first time I noticed uh, drift on my Joy-Con. I was playing Fortnite, mm-hmm. and um, I was up on top of a mountain, and this is the very first time my Joy-Con ever drifted. My dude just ran off, and I was like, <laughs> what in the world? I remember Catherine talking about uh, the Joy-Con drift playing Breath of the Wild, and she said she'd like be on a mountain, and then she'd like look away, and then Link would have just like fallen off the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, or he's just running, and he's like, what are you doing? It is uh, the drift thing when you're trying to play using, you know, Joy-Con that are drifting. It's it makes it not a fun experience. No, that was so tough. I see why so many people are upset about it, and they, you know, they don't they don't want their Joy-Con to drift. No, of course not. And they're so cool too. Like I'm not trying to keep harping on this, but Joy-Con could have like like they have such cool technology in them. You know, with the yeah. HD rumble and all. Like they're cool controllers. I just wish they were more reliable. As do I. Yeah. Well, Ryan Gray uh, wrote to us and said, <clears throat> "I took about a year. Oh, it took about a year for my left Joy-Con to start drifting. Those are the ones that drift on mine too, the left. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to clean it out, but it still happens every few months. So yeah, that's one thing you can do is like spray some air in there and get rid of the dust. Yeah. Um, and then that helps apparently mm-hmm. for some people. For yeah. some people, it doesn't. Um, I think that what causes the drift may be like, I think there may be multiple reasons that your Joy-Con can drift. I think that dust is one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't it like, it's like wearing, you know, parts are like wearing and you're getting like debris, basically dust, but like, I mean like any sort of, um, you know, it's kind of like 
there is a pad essentially yeah. and it's like electrically conductive mm-hmm. but that material can like scrape off over time and it can cause right. dust and then it can cause some misreadings mm-hmm. i think that's one reason that a joy-con can drift but i think that there's also like the mm-hmm. mechanism itself can kind of get like bent out or the mm. back can get pushed away that's why increasing, that's why you see people putting those pieces of paper under the joysticks and stuff. yeah and yeah. that brings it back up and helps to get back in contact yeah so i think there are multiple reasons and i don't think that it's always just one thing mm-hmm. you know yeah well that sucks and then our boy the mascot for the channel jimmy s he says joysticks never failed and he's specifically referring to the atari 2600 joysticks and and, and I know he's saying joysticks never fail, but I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure there's been plenty of Atari 2600 joysticks that fail. Well, you know, and, and I'm saying that because I'm hoping he's watching, and yeah. I just want to get a row out of him. Well, you know, Randy, and if you are watching Jimmy S, you might want to pay attention. <laughs> you know, I happen to have an Atari that my dad gave me. Is it a 2600? I think so. Oh, okay. I think it's a 2600. I'd have to double check. Um, you just and I have, reason. and I have the uh, the joysticks. The joysticks. So one of these days, we got to get that thing plugged in and see if it works. And we can see if the joysticks ever fail. We can do an episode just for old James Sullivan. I would love that. Just do an Atari 2600 episode. We could, you know, Dana, we could do it on the podcast. Yeah, we could. We could have a, uh, a an exploring the console. Yeah. That's, I, yeah, that'd be fun. Do that. That'd be fun. So um, we're going to go into the last segment of the podcast now. And that is uh, the games that we are playing right now. Yeah. So uh, I'm playing Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm playing Sea of Thieves. I'm playing Mario Kart, and uh, that's about it right now. You know, I'm, I'm playing quite a bit of Mario Kart because of those new courses, the Booster Pass courses. Mm-hmm. I think they're cool, mostly. Working on a video. You're doing a video with yeah. them. Yeah, working awful slow. <laughs> Might I add? I'm working slow. Or the channel has slowed down recently, if you haven't noticed, and that's because we're really busy. Yeah, it's just... And it, we've been doing big projects, so it's like anytime the channel slows down, hopefully it's because there's big things to come. Yeah. And at least I've been working on some big projects, and you have too. Yeah. So. I'm, you know, we're trying to... We put out a lot of shorts content for a long time, and we did it almost seven days a week successfully for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I still want to do shorts content. I okay. think it's, you know, relevant, and I think it's, it's good. But... Um, I do want to do more longer form videos, and that's going to mean not daily time. content. Right, right. So It's not that we don't like the shorts, because we do like doing the shorts. It's yeah. just that we're right now in the mood to make some long videos. Yep. But um, games I'm playing right now, I am, uh, I'm playing Cyberpunk. Ooh. And um, I know there's a lot. It's a, you know, that's a very um, hotly, you know, uh, debated game, whether it's good mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. And Settle the debate right now. Go. I can tell you that I've played about six or seven hours of it on PS5, the new PS5 version, and it's awesome. <laughs> so it's really, really good. Hmm. Uh, I have not had any glitchiness. I've not had any weird problems. The game is fun to play. The story's really cool. The combat's fine. The environment is phenomenal. I just, I don't know. It's good. You make me want to play it. It's really good. So I've been playing Cyberpunk. Um, I'm playing Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Didn't you say that that got delayed? Like your your order of that got late? You know, said it was going to get here really late? So what I did was... Uh, I'm not pre-ordering through GameStop anymore, guys. Well, you just got to do it in store. Yeah, I know. You got to pick up in store. So I decided to do the online pre-order. Um, 
of Kirby, and they said that in the email it was like, you know, they try to get it to you on release day. They try to get it to your house in the mail on release day, which was this past Friday. Mm -hmm. Friday, uh, March 25th, right? Yes, Friday, March 25th is the day it released. And so they said, and if it's not going to be there that day, it'll be there that weekend for sure. Okay? Well, the day before, on March 24th, I get a a notification saying that it shipped. I think, okay, you know, it could be here. They might overnight it. I don't know. They delivered a game to me one time through uh, DoorDash. GameStop did? Yeah. So, yeah. And then I look. It said, you know, check the status. And it said it would not be here until like April 4th. Mm. Not acceptable. It was like 11 days after the release date. So, um, on release day, I um, got on the Walmart app and I did a mobile pickup. I just bought it and Catherine went and picked it up. And you got it cheaper that way too, I bet. No, same price. Oh, they, didn't, they weren't doing the... Uh... They're not doing that anymore. What? They're not doing that on Walmart. brand new games. Yeah. Oh. Walmart okay. was doing this thing where brand new games were $10 off. Yeah. And they're not doing that anymore. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But, uh, so I, I bought it twice and when it, at the time of this recording, um, we're still many days away from when I should get it from GameStop. So I will have to... Wait, you're going to have, so you're going to have two copies? Well, I'm going to take the other one back to GameStop and get okay. a refund. There you go. And I'm not going to pre-order that way through GameStop again. No. Ever. They've burned me. They, that it's... Yeah. So I'm playing that and then, uh... So the co-op game, Catherine and I are playing Kirby and co-op, um, playing Cyberpunk, still playing Half-Life Alex. I've got a couple more chapters left. That game is is beefier and meatier than I... Uh, it's beefy. Yeah. Um, Beef. It's what's for dinner. It's a big game. Nice. It's It's got a lot to it. So I'm, I'm really loving that one, though. And then, of course, Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Speaking of Sea of Thieves. Yeah, so uh, here in about an hour, for us... I don't know what time you're watching this, uh, but we're going to jump on that Twitch that we mentioned earlier. Again, that's Game and Gig. Um, we're going to jump on there. We're going to stream some Sea of Thieves. Guys, we've got such a cool stream going right now. I'm just saying. We may not have a lot of followers, but I'm just going to tell you, it's a good stream. We've got multiple videos happening at one time. Our overlays are great, thanks to Randy. Um, it's a good time. We've got a few really good guys who show up pretty often in the chat. It's a good time. It really is. So come over and, and, and join the community. It's a cool community to be a part of. I mean, we just like to hang out and talk. So, I mean, like, Sea of Thieves is a fun game, but we just also just like hanging out and talking with people in chat. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. Yeah. Um, also, if you're looking to follow us other places, make sure to follow us over at TikTok. Um, on TikTok, we post all our shorts. Yep. You know, so anything that's YouTube shorts content, we put on TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. So if you... Um, you know, if you don't get to the YouTube short stuff, but you like TikTok, yeah. that's a great place to follow us there. I feel like a follow on TikTok isn't as much commitment. No, it's no commitment. I mean, who uses the following, the subscriptions page anyway? It's all about the For You page. Right. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, but still, we'd appreciate it because we're trying to build up our TikTok audience. And yeah. uh, things are going well over there, and we'd like to see you over there. Absolutely. But that's really it. So, until next time, guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. And this has been Gaming Gig. Peace out.